0: Welcome to the pastor's study. There used to be an awful talk show called the Ricky Lake Show. Gratefully it went off the air, but she was promoting very evil things. And one day she had a 10 year old boy wearing a dress on stage with his parents. And here's a little boy who thinks he's a girl. So the parents are putting a dress on this kid, sending him to school and everybody has to call him Judy or something. And I know the parents thought they were being loving, I think that's child abuse. That kid needs help. And now we've got, uh, I know that people see this show now around the nation, but you need to hear what's happening now in the great state of Minnesota on this issue. I want to introduce our guest. Her name is Autumn Leva. Autumn, welcome. Thank you very much, She's with the Minnesota Family Council. They're trying to stop what is being promoted now in the city of minneapolis actually the whole state of minnesota so uh, we're going to talk about what they're doing in minnesota because it's not just here this is happening all over the country that's right tell us first of all before we jump into the strange political shenanigans going on tell us what exactly is transgenderism
1: well i think the transgender community themselves they define transgenderism as feeling deeply internally that you are um, of the opposite sex that you were born with so say you're born a biological male and you feel deeply internally that you are a female and so you're going to act out live out and in some cases even sexually reassign yourself by surgical or and hormonal means as someone of the opposite sex
0: is someone who has the surgery is that a transsexual or is that a transgender person do you know
1: well they define it as transgender Um, Everything is, everything is, right? It's a feeling deeply internally that you are someone else is being transgender. Okay. Transsexual is someone who lives out, acts out, um, being someone who is the opposite sex of what they were born. Okay. Um, But but really, the transgender community defines um, this this gender change is being on a spectrum so you can really fall anywhere between okay. male and female somewhere in between i'm sure you saw on facebook now you can define yourself by any of 52 different genders
0: sexualities right. it, it, so here's a little here's a 15 year old girl who thinks she's a boy mm-hmm. and so she's asking to be able to play on the boys basketball team tell okay. us what's happening in minnesota on this
1: Well, the Minnesota State High School League, which is the organization that really controls all of the state athletics, the state competitions, and so schools have to be a member of the high school league in order to play sports. So this league is coming up with some sort of policy to address transgender students who want to play in sports, and their proposal as of recently was to allow these students to participate on the team with the gender they identify with, not necessarily the gender that they were born with, Um, And then, of course, as a byproduct of that, access the locker rooms, bathrooms, um, hotel rooms, even, of the opposite sex.
0: So this, uh, for people watching this around the country, they don't know this, but this was big on the front page of the newspapers recently in Minneapolis. That's right. People like you and others stood up and said, enough of the craziness. And tell us what happened.
1: Well, yes. I mean, I think on our side of the issue, we, we just want to say, let's, let's put the political correctness aside in this talk about rights. And safety. And safety. Um, and let's really address what's going on here. This policy doesn't make sense. It's not fair. Because you're creating an environment in which, say, a biological boy who identifies as a girl wants to play on the girls' team. As you know, of course, boys are made differently. They, their physical um, characteristics that cannot be changed, even through hormone therapy, tend to make them bigger, stronger, faster. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they get to be in positions on a girls' team, potentially taking the position of a girl or even taking a, an athletic scholarship or an award away from a girl. So there's a fairness issue. And then there's also, of course, a privacy right. issue
0: do I have to have my teenage girl shower with a boy in the room
1: right or even sharing hotel rooms yeah exactly yeah
0: and what really stunk about what's happening here in Minneapolis is the high school league was in cahoots I'll use that word with out front Minnesota and that was basically the only group this this gay lobby group was the people they went to without Tell us, I mean, the, the process that was not so fair on this whole thing.
1: Right. That was really part of the problem is the process and procedure by which this policy was researched and developed was extremely one-sided and extremely unfair because, like you said, one group came to the table, and that was Outfront Minnesota, our state's largest LGBT advocacy organization. And they were brought to the table and allowed to help craft this policy. No other voices were brought to the table, and specifically because state high school leagues incorporate also private Christian, Muslim, Jewish schools. Catholic
0: schools have to do this.
1: Exactly, and there was no voice for them at the table.
0: And so God bless the group that put a full-page ad in the Star Tribune newspaper (laughs) blowing the whistle on this thing, getting lots of people to the hearing, and 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 for the moment the High School League has reversed themselves.
1: That's right, that's right. What happened at the hearing was um, they realized that they had gone too far, that they, there was a lot of public backlash, especially once the Child Protection League graciously put that ad to highlight what was going on. Um, and so then the board said, wait a minute, you know, we do need to pause on this, let's consider things. But what happened at the last meeting was uh, the council for the league brought forward another brand new draft of the policy that no one had ever seen before that meeting and expected the board to pass it within 20 minutes, not even having member schools being able to review the policy, talk about it at all. Um, so thankfully, again, some board members spoke up and said, we right. need to So stop. it's on
0: hold for now. But right. am I right? Isn't the chairman of the high school league very liberal on this issue?
1: You know, he seemed to be at the meeting. He seemed to be saying we need, we need some sort of policy that will allow these students to participate on the team opposite their biological sex, which is, of course, very discouraging. And the thing is, Pastor, I mean, the schools really don't even want this. It puts the athletic directors you know, folks who are in charge of creating these competitions and ensuring fair competitions in the position of determining a student's gender uh, based on how they feel for the purpose of high school athletics. And,
0: you know, as a pastor, I want to say, what are we doing to these poor, confused kids? I saw this hearing on Minneapolis television, and here's a 15-year-old... I don't know if it was a boy or a girl. The the one that was crying a lot. Who was that? Do you know? Is she that a boy? was born
1: biologically a girl right, and identifies a girl, as a boy. And she mm-hmm. wants to
0: play on the boys' uh, basketball team. Right. And no offense, but she was a mess. I mean, she was just so emotionally, crying and just, bewailing and everything. And I thought, get this poor kid some help. Don't don't make you the front the front person for your GLBT agenda.
1: You know. Yeah, I, I think as believers, we really, we have a place where we need to step up to the plate and really speak truth and speak truth and love to, to these k- kids. Mm-hmm. Because what is true compassion? I think true compassion is the body of Christ isn't lying to these kids and saying, you can pretend to be somebody that you're not, somebody that God did not create you to be and have it be okay, that things will go well for you. That's not true compassion. And,
0: and you know, talk about lying and trying to make other people lie. I mean, if I, if I was a fourth-grade teacher, and Jimmy comes to school in a dress, and I'm told, now call her, call, call her Judy, I don't think I could do that. I think I'd have to lie. I, I can't call a little boy a little girl. They're asking other people to lie now.
1: That's right, and that really highlights another issue with this policy is the religious issue um, and the ri- religious freedom rights of schools and the other students in schools. And
0: there were no exemptions for anybody no in exemptions. this proposed policy. No nope. What do you think is going to happen next?
1: You know, it is very hard to say. I think that the board members feel like there needs to be a policy to address these students who want to play on the opposite, the team opposite their biological sex. And I think that's fair that there does need to be something in place to address what's going on. So Mm -hmm. schools do have some guidance. That's a fair point. But does that mean? we need to say yes transgender students like anybody else are allowed to participate in sports but they also get rights above and beyond everybody else to play on a sports team that they just self-identify with i don't think that's the direction that we want to go And
0: i loved what an old school teacher said at the hearing she said so we're going to determine one's sexuality now not by biology but by their personal choice i mean that just cuts through the whole issue as far as i'm concerned
1: right it doesn't make any sense
0: no Um, so and the other thing I wondered about, because the, li- the, the media tends to be pretty liberal on these issues, sure. and the media said that, you know, something like, what, 30 other states already have transgender policies? Well, tell us, though, <laughs> does that mean they're all pro Transgender policies. Tell us what the 30 other states have.
1: That's right. That's a fair point. There's 32 other states that do have policies in place addressing transgender students who want to play in high school athletics. And again, it's great. We want students to participate in high school athletics. But what the folks neglected to say was that those 32 other policies really run the gamut of uh, different. They're not all pro. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. In fact, um, a a handful of those states actually their policy says students have to play on the team that matches the gender on their birth certificate there you go. plain and simple there it makes sense
0: a- amen <laughs> how did we get to this point now you have been uh, minnesota family council is kind of the conservative lobby group in the state of minnesota working for family values That's right. and you've kind of had your neck in the noose the last few weeks because you've stood up for just it doesn't not, you don't even have to be a christian to realize this other stuff is crazy and i mean if there, to me if there was ever an example of the inmates running the asylum it's what i was seeing on television like hello and uh, tell us a little bit about what you've gone through as you've taken a stand for this
1: you know it it's been interesting i I feel i feel bad for the Community of believers around the country. When we're we're stopping and taking a stand and saying this isn't right, you know, this isn't what God designed for us. This isn't good. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not going to end well for anybody if we pretend that things are what they're not. Um, And unfortunately, that that of course paints you as a bigot or somebody who doesn't understand what these people are going through. And to some degree, it's right. We don't fully understand if we don't have. ISSUES WHERE WE IDENTIFY AS SOMEONE OF THE OPPOSITE SEX OR ATTRACTIONS TO SOMEONE OF THE SAME SEX, Mm -hmm. Uh, CLEARLY, WE DON'T UNDERSTAND THE DEPTH OF WHAT THAT PERSON IS GOING THROUGH. BUT, AGAIN, TRUE COMPASSION DOESN'T MEAN THAT WE we LET THESE KIDS LIE TO THEMSELVES OR WE LET THEM TRY TO LIVE OUT SOMEBODY THAT THEY'RE NOT.
0: SO WHAT DO YOU THINK, HERE'S A 15-YEAR-OLD GIRL WHO THINKS SHE'S A BOY, WHAT DO YOU THINK SHOULD BE DONE FOR THAT PERSON?
1: Well, I think definitely, as a community mm-hmm. of believers, Christians need to step in and surround them and be a community and and love them. And love them. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Not just not just say it, but actually mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. You know, love them, surround them, be there for them. Not just say, you know, oh, too bad for you, and leave them out to dry. But really, be there as a community and take a stand. But definitely not lie to them and Correct. say, sure. Act out how you feel. I mean, if we all acted out how we feel on any given day. <laughs> Um, Sodom and Gomorrah. Exactly. There would certainly be chaos.
0: Let me ask you this. Sadly, tragically, in California and New Jersey, if a 15-year-old boy is struggling with same-sex attraction, he can't get help from psychologists because they ban reparative therapy. To to me, that's just evil. All right? Uh, Are any states to the point yet where they're banning these kids getting help? Do you know the, the status on that? You know,
1: I haven't heard of anything along those lines, okay. but interestingly, you mentioned reparative therapy bans. The, that almost was brought up this year in Minnesota. Was it? Yep, and the Family Council and other organizations stood up and really kind of um, worked in the background trying to stop that from going forward from you know a, a compassionate standpoint where we need to make sure that mm-hmm. these... These kids and others have the ability to get help if they want it, yeah. and from a religious freedom and a, a freedom of choice, being able to mm-hmm. choose the type of therapy that you want, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, standpoint. And that, thankfully, that bill was killed on arrival. Have you
0: gotten a lot of anger because of your stand? Have you gotten people every angry? day? Really? And <laughs> every what kind day. Of, I, what, I'm just curious, what kind of response do you get? Uh,
1: you know, it runs the gamut. It runs from you know death threats and arson threats to individuals who work at the family council and the family council itself. Um, to just uh, people even uh, in the Christian community saying, you're not being loving, you're not being loving, I which I think that is the, the saddest of all to say that it's yeah. not being loving to stand up for the word of God. Amen.
0: Were these liberal Protestants or who were they that were saying you weren't loving? You know, who they were. It, it tends to be liberal Protestants, yeah.
1: Yep. some liberal Catholics, but largely liberal Protestants. Yeah. Yep.
0: You know what that makes me think of? When when Minnesota, the, the state senate was voting on whether to have gay marriage, yeah. there were lots of pro-gay marriage signs up on people's lawns. There were pro-traditional marriage signs on people's lawns, yeah. but the, the Baptist church, uh, their, their sign was stole like four or five times. They had to keep putting it up. So sometimes yeah. people yelling for tolerance aren't so tolerant.
1: Yes, the, the tolerant left doesn't tolerate disagreement. No, no that's they right. don't.
0: Tell, do you know the people at out front Minnesota lesbians homosexuals working for transgenderism etc you know I don't doubt they're sincere Mm -hmm. you know they think they're doing what's right Mm -hmm. have you ever seen anybody kinda turn around on this issue in your in your dealings with people
1: you know not so much here at the state level but we have worked with several folks on the national level who are working on this issue who have come out of say, a, a gay and lesbian lifestyle or come out of transgenderism or been raised by gay or lesbian parents, and now they're speaking out and saying, this is what's really going on. Um, this is not right. You know, m- marriage should be between a man and a woman for the sake of the kids. Mm-hmm. We need to make sure that we're honoring um, the maleness and femaleness that God created within each of us and, mm-hmm. and recognizing that for what it is. So on the national level yep. and even the international level, folks are speaking out of, on this.
0: We had a woman on this program by the name of Janet Boynes, B-O-Y-N-E-S. Do you know her? Yeah, I do, yes. And she, you know, she used to be kind of this rough looking masculine looking lesbian she's a beautiful christian woman who was loved by a family out of lesbianism into sexual wholeness and uh according to some people she doesn't exist you know because that can't happen right (laughs) right um do you find that it uh, around this so if if this awful Uh, so we're not sure what's gonna pass probably something will pass and Mm -hmm. given the people at the helm what do you think that will be do you have any any guess
1: you know, it's hard to say. I, I think the discouraging part of this is the fact that the state high school league was working directly without front Minnesota on yeah. Miso- Minnesota on this, and yeah. no one else. Yeah. But at the same time, I think the public outcry on this has been so strong. Yeah. And I think Minnesota itself definitely would not be behind a policy like the one that's being tell proposed.
0: Tell us, God bless them. Who they were that put that big art ad in the newspaper? blowing the whistle on this who are those people
1: The Minnesota Child Protection League is the organization that put the ad in the paper and they've been working very strongly to rally grassroots support against the proposed policy um, and really they're a group of working moms they've done an incredible job
0: They're moms mm-hmm. good for them That's right Mostly Catholic or Protestant or all over I the think board? it's a mix It's yeah. a real good mix yeah. good to hear Well you know let's uh let's just change uh topics just for a minute and <laughs> because the link to all this is the gay marriage debate and i'm i am heartsick now that because mm-hmm. of the recent inability in of the supreme court to take a stand we're not going to have gay marriage in 30 states and can you imagine the framers of the constitution saying yes there's a constitutional right for a man to marry a man i mean this has become biz- bizarre so with the whole gay marriage thing and you're kind of an expert on that too we have it now in minnesota we're we're one of a handful of states that actually voted it in through the judicial process or or through the uh, representative process mostly it's been judicial fiat judges that have been doing this minnesota we did it through our legislature what's next for this in america i feel overwhelmed what's next
1: well I think Minnesota is a good example of what happens because when you start messing with the way God designed things to be, it really throws things out of whack. And of course, for these folks who are who are looking for um, love and affirmation, it's it's not going to be enough. We know as believers that it's not going to be enough. Mm-hmm. And so here in Minnesota, the folks pushing for same-sex marriage, they kept saying, "Well." marriage is about love commitment and responsibility and this is what we want we want the the same rights as everybody else to love who we want to love and have our our love recognized by the state and that's all we want and and so we saw that once same-sex marriage was passed that wasn't enough now if you are in well there was another step before that and that was you not only have to be okay with me getting married you need to you need to provide the services and the means so even if you are a Christian or a a Jewish person or a Muslim and you have a business in the wedding industry you need to provide services for my wedding even if I can find another
0: and tell them tell them what happened in recently in Minnesota with the Catholic couple with the hunting lodge do you know this
1: story I do I go ahead and tell people about this Well, you know, that was something our organization and the Catholic organization in the state really warned people about that once you pass same-sex marriage, this is going to make the human rights department of the state force wedding industry service providers to provide services for these weddings with no religious exemption for that. And that's exactly what happened. There was a game preserve owner up in northern Minnesota and they declined a same-sex wedding to be held on their property. And, of course, private, se- property, private property. property, exactly. And of course, the same-sex couple, um, they called the Human Rights Department, said they were denied service. The Human Rights Department then co- did a test call to this Game Preserve owner and said, can you do a same-sex wedding? They again said, no, it's our belief that marriage is between a man and a woman. And then the Human Rights Department, of course, came after them like they said that they would. And um, in fine, the end...
0: Fined $8,000?
1: IN THE END, THAT PRIVATE GAME OWNER WAS FORCED, in, AS PART OF THEIR AGREEMENT, BECAUSE THEY DIDN'T WANT TO TAKE THIS TO COURT, THEY WERE FORCED TO PAY FOR THE SAME-SEX WEDDING ON THEIR PROPERTY AND PAY FOR THE RECEPTION. Wow. THIS IS A GOVERNMENT FORCING A PRIVATE CITIZEN TO PAY FOR A SAME-SEX WEDDING AND A RECEPTION. ISN'T THIS it's stunning. EVIL? IT IS.
0: SO MUCH FOR TOLERANCE. That's right. Uh, Christians are losing their right. I mean, this we can multiply the stories. A photographer Mm -hmm. in New Mexico uh, refused to do a gay wedding. They got a. She was fined. Yeah. They've got a baker in uh, Oregon that closed their bakery Mm -hmm. because they were being forced to do this stuff. And in full conscience, some people are having to close their businesses. That's right. Um, So we've got now because the the Supreme Court's uh, recently saying they're not going to at this moment take a stand on gay marriage. Now it jumps to 30 more states now total have gay marriage. Isn't it 30, I think?
1: I believe that's correct, yeah. yes. Yeah,
0: and uh, my. <laughs> um, let me ask you this. What do we as Christians do now, in, with our new situation, with America becoming increasingly anti-Christian? What should we do? Is there anything? I, I mean, the, the feeling is, and this is evil, it's so overwhelming how quickly i've never seen our nation go downhill so quickly as these mm-hmm. last two years with the president of the united states leading the charge and with some that's of right. our protestant liberal denominations leading the charge that's right i mean the, i went to a seminary with a, a woman who's now the bishop of the elca minneapolis area Synod mm-hmm. to her see her stand up at the state fair of a, a, a few years ago speaking against the marriage amendment that would have kept marriage one man, one woman. She helped get gay marriage in Minnesota, that's my belief, and so what should we do? What, what
1: can we do? Well, I think there's a couple things, and the first is that I think as believers, because things are going downhill so quickly and really straying from a biblical worldview and a, a firm grounding on scriptural beliefs. Um, I think as Christians, we have a tendency to sort of retreat and kind of huddle in and protect our own and um, try to cling to our values as best as we can. And I think we've seen over the past, at least the past decade, that's not going to work. Mm-hmm. That's not going to cut it anymore. And, and I honestly don't think that's biblical. I don't think that Jesus would have called us to just retreat away and not do or say anything. I mm-hmm. think. We have to keep speaking for the truth. We have to elect godly men and women who will stand for biblical values. We have to speak out. We have to not be intimidated by the charges of of being a bigot or being intolerant mm-hmm. or things like that and really speak truth. Mm-hmm. Because in the end, as, as you and I both know and as I'm sure most of the viewers know, this is not sustainable when you start fabricating lies and building on things that are not the way God designed them to be they're just fabrications it's all gonna come tumbling down it's and like the house built on the sand
0: And you know what troubles me so you've got people around the country who are pro-life pro-traditional marriage voting for people who are 100 who percent pro-abortion 100 percent gay marriage and the reason they are is because they think that person, that candidates the best for my pocketbook and that's evil you
1: know? It is. It is. We need to stand up. We need to be informed because in the end, people are going to be searching for truth and they're going to come back to those who know and stand up for the truth, Mm -hmm. not those who just sort of let this cultural tide wash over them.
0: Yeah. Well, I know that you're part of the Minnesota Family Council, mm-hmm. and if anybody wants to support this group, it's <laughs> MFC.org. We'd love you to support them, because they put out a, a guide, a voting guide every year, uh, every election, telling people where they voted on abortion, gay marriage, et cetera. We and do. I, 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 get, I get that, and I love having it. And so MFC.org, if they want to support or get the newsletter. That's right. But also, you all, uh, my friend Tom Pritchard is uh, part of the Minnesota Family Council. They've started a new program for a camp to help Christian young people get a Christian worldview instead of what they're getting from the view in Ellen. So tell us (laughs) about that.
1: That's right. It's called the Student Statesmanship Institute. And it was based on a program started in Michigan, and we are absolutely excited about it. It's so much fun. Um, We had about 40 students for this first summer. First one. First one. Every summer now? Every summer now. We're adding new tracks.
0: How old do they have to be?
1: It's high school age, so okay. freshman on up. Okay. Um, and it's been, it's been wonderful. It's basically bringing students in, and the first track we started was teaching them how to participate in the legislature. How does a bill get passed? What does that look like? How do you be an elected representative and really stand for your, your values and make your decisions based on a b- biblical worldview? Mm-hmm. And it gives them real world experience doing that. Mm-hmm. And the feedback we got from these kids was, was beyond even yeah. anything yeah. we expected.
0: Because when I when I am going like this with the TV and I people see the people loudly howling for Ellen and for the View mm-hmm. and all this horrible stuff, we've got to as Christians give it, get an alternative. And well, so that's thank right. you for what you all are doing at the, at the Minnesota Family Council. You know, let me ask you just one more thing. We've only got uh, two minutes here, and then I want to pray for America. But just uh, I- in a nutshell, somebody watches this show, thinks that you and I are hate-filled bigots. <laughs> what would you say? to someone who thinks we're being hateful in this half an hour. What would you say?
1: Well, I would say first of all, I think that that's really the direction the culture has gone, is defining disagreement with, uh, with an idea or uh, someone's value as hatred or bigotry, and we have to get away from that. We have to recognize yeah. that disagreement is not bigotry. Disagreement is, uh, is just what it is. It's a disagreement, and we need to be able to talk about those things. But also, uh, the other thing I think that's important for people to realize is that a true christian the way we operate the way that we believe in what we say and the truth that we speak out is really based on a love for others and a love to see mm-hmm. um, them prosper and do well and receive god's best for them
0: yeah amen well thank you autumn thank you so thank much you so much Pastor. And you know everybody my is america in trouble <laughs> in the state of minnesota and we just want to close with a time of prayer if if you appreciate this program and what we're doing go to pastorstudy.org two s's and Pray for our ministry, you can watch our TV shows for free, you can uh, keep us on the air with uh, your financial support, pastorstudy2s.org, uh, go to mfc.org and support, their wonderful. Yeah. But everybody, let's, let's take a minute, we've got 30 seconds, let's pray. Oh Father, we pray for the United States of America and we are just going so quickly downhill. We pray you would raise up prophets in this nation. That would call out your truth. We pray for transgender uh, people, homosexual, lesbian people, people uh, that are uh, heterosexuals but are living together and sin before marriage. We pray for people that are contemplating abortion or have had abortion. Somehow, Lord, you'd bring your love and your truth into their situation and set them free. And we pray all this in the name of Jesus, who died for our sins and rose from the dead. Amen. Amen. Thank you for watching the pastor study.